0: Our Father, we thank you for a day like this. As we can look back, reflect on who you are, what you have done for mankind, and we gather here on a day like this, and it's all because of you. Father, this morning, as I have this privilege. To share with the brethren. Father, may I speak what is of you? May I speak what will bring glory and honor unto you? May you speak to us this day and take your glory in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. This morning, I'd like us to reflect on the topic, the fullness of Christ in my life. The fullness of Christ in my life. Today is the 24th of December the eighth of the Christmas day which is tomorrow. and everybody says the season and it's in the air. but what is in the air? This season That we say we are marking, or this birth of Christ that we say we are marking, unfortunately, will be the day some man will find himself in the arms of a strange woman. This is the day some lady will find herself in the arms of a strange man because of this season somebody has dishonestly received so that he can spread because of this season the clothes you may wear will expose your nakedness because you are marking a season to mark the birth of Christ As far as I knew, at the Trust Hospital, 27th, 28th December was the highest day they recorded their highest number of attendance every year. Every 27th, 28th December, they recorded their highest number of patients to the Trust Hospital. As we mark the birth of Christ, it is the day we drink. Drink off. So we have to go to the hospital. Is that a way to mark the birth of Christ? Is that how to mark the birth of Christ? It is the day we see a lot of season of a lot of unholiness. It becomes the season of unrighteousness. That is how we've ended up marking the birth of a precious son that God sent and gave to us. But I believe that this is the season you and I should begin to reflect how much of Christ do I have in my life? That is the most important. I don't know how old you are, but I believe many of us have celebrated several Christmas. Maybe when we were about one or two, we didn't see. But from the age of three and above, we've marked Christmas, various ways. But in all of these, has it brought us closer to Christ? As we mark Christmas, is it bringing us closer to Christ? Or it has become a season that is drawing most of us away from Christ. i like all of us to rather use this season to reflect on who we are in Christ. The fullness of Christ in my life. Because I don't believe he came to die for us. To live the way we are living. To live for ourselves. That is not what Christ came. He has a bigger agenda for us. God has a bigger plan for us. But we are too short sighted. We are just looking at what we can get now. Even what we are getting now doesn't. is not the issue. And I can see the Lord in the heavens weeping over us because we are disappointing him. We are spending a fortune on what doesn't glorify him. There's a race to do things that are not glorifying the Lord. But we say we are celebrating Christmas. We are only interested. I'm sure most all over the world, all the activities lined up. The church, two hours, we are done. The rest of the activities from tomorrow, it has nothing to do with Christ. It has nothing to do with Christ. Tomorrow will come, two hours. We should be in a hurry to go home. All the activities, we've all lined up. Not, no place for Christ. But we are using his name for the season. We are using his name for the season. But today, i like you from today to begin to reflect on who you are in Christ. Is it because the time is drawing now? Today may be my day. Tomorrow I may not have the opportunity. Today may be my day. Tomorrow I may not be here. Somebody may not be here in the next three, four years. Once we wake up in the morning and we have a day, that is our day. And that is the day you need to begin to ask yourself. Where do I stand? Where do I stand? In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 through to 13. God has given all the gave the pastors, the apostles. And there's a reason. He gave us all these people. It was not meant to be boozing around. And he himself gave some to be apostles. Some to be prophets. Some to be evangelists. Some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. And let's pay attention here. Till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to be a perfect man to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. That is the reason. To the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. That is why some are apostles. Some are evangelists. I'm sure you also say, What has it got to do with Brunia? <laughs> it has all to do with Brunya. <laughs> why are we building cathedrals? Why are we in church? There's the reason that we all will come to that measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. If I'm not there yet, it behoves on me to take this matter seriously. So as we celebrate Christmas, am I celebrating the life of... We need to be concerned about the life of Christ. We are only marking the birth of Christ. But we need to celebrate the life of Christ. Where is the life of Christ in my life? That is the issue. All we do is, Christ was born. We are finished. Born for what purpose? It's about His life. The life of Christ in my life. He says, to the full measure of the stature, the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Fullness of Christ. Fullness of Christ. And I like the translation in the living Bible, which I don't think we have. He says, verse 12, I'll take from verse He says, some of us have been given special ability as apostles. To others he has given the gift of being able to preach well, some having special ability in winning people to Christ. Helping them to trust him as their savior. still others have a gift for caring for God's people, as a shepherd does his sheep. Leading and teaching them to the ways of God. Why is it that he gave these special abilities? to do certain things best. It is God's people, it is that God's people will be equipped to do better work for him, building up the church, the body of Christ, to a position of strength and maturity until finally we all believe alike about our salvation and about our Savior, God's Son. And all become full grown in their Lord. Yes, to the point of being filled full with Christ. That is what the Living Bible says in verse 13. To the point of being filled full with Christ. So I'm asking myself, As I celebrate Christmas to mark his birth. How much of Christ do I have in me? For me, that is the crucial issue. How much of Christ do I have in me? How much of Christ do you have in you? And that should worry us. And you know why that should worry us in first John chapter three verses three and two. 1 John chapter three verses two and three. Beloved, now we are children of God, and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be. But we know that when it's revealed, we shall be like him. For we shall see him as he is. And everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is is pure. Even as he is coming, he says, we don't know, but we'll be like him. We have to be like him. And that's why I'm saying, if we are celebrating him, I'm looking at the measure, the amount of Christ over all of these years. Since I gave my life to him, I've tried to become like him. We say we have given our lives to Christ, but we are still holding what we want to hold. We say we have surrounded. but we tell Christ, "This one we can't let go." But the Word said, "Filled with the fullness of Christ." Christ has not made room or any space for anything else apart from Him. He said, "Full." In fact, that's why I like their living by said, "Failed and full. So just in case you don't understand failing, you understand fullness. Of Christ. And that is what we should say. So on a occasion like this, or on a season like this, as we are celebrating Christmas, whether your seamstress has disappointed you or not, <laughs> I haven't said anything. <laughs> the issue is if you are full of Christ, maybe it's an occasion for you to bring even that person to Christ. It's about the fullness of Christ. And i like we read in First John chapter three. He is coming. He said, "Will be like him." So, if between now and when he comes, I have not lived a life to become like him, and he comes, what will happen? That's where he's coming. He's coming. I mean, people are worried that oh, President Trump has said this about Jerusalem, and this week has been exciting. Whether we like it or not, he will appear. Whether we like it or not, all the nations can gather a UN. But what God has said is what he has said. You may use any adjective for President Trump. If those who are ordained and the servants will not speak, God will pick anything to speak. Whether he's crazy, he's not crazy. In his craziness, I have read Zachariah chapter fourteen this week. He's made me read. And when you read, you understand. So when I saw people on route in Palestine during the week, you can see that God is wise. He said something three thousand years ago through Zachariah. And this thing happened live that people are on the streets. That is the God we serve. And when he says Christ is coming again, so be like him. And you are worried about other things. I don't know what is wrong with you. Maybe we don't understand scripture. So maybe President Trump should speak more. And behave well more. <laughs> and we will read the scriptures. Hallelujah. <laughs> The fullness of Christ. Fullness of Christ. In 1 John chapter 4, verse 17, he said, As he is, so are we in the world. Love has been perfected amongst us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so are we in this world. In this world that we find ourselves, are you a true representative of Christ? Where is the Christ in you? If I'm a true representative of Christ, I have to show the world that as Christ is, that is how I am. And that is only when I've come to the point where I will say that in my life, Christ should reign. Hallelujah. People should look at you and I and say that this is a child of God. This is a person of Christ. I can see Christ in this man. So it is not about the designer clothing you are wearing. It has nothing to do with it. It has all to do with Christ. It has all to do with Christ. It has nothing to do with the world. The fullness of Christ in my life, the fullness of Christ in your life. So you need to begin to ask yourself, as we mark this day, as we mark this season, I need to ask myself, how much of Christ do I have in my life? Christ loved. Do we love other people? Simple love has become too complicated for many people. Love. Love. Christ loves us. God loves us. Christ continues to love us. We say we are people of Christ. We say we are celebrating His life. Where is the love? Even between husbands and wives. Yesterday was the wedding. They say husbands love your wives. Somebody struggle. Ordinary love. <laughs> you don't have to go to any shop to bargain simply love but it's difficult for people and we say we are celebrating Christmas it's a disappointment to the Lord it's a disappointment why should Christian marriages suffer if we celebrate Christmas and we can't love parents and children We can't show love. But we are Christians. We celebrate Christmas. Something has to change in us. Something must change. Because like He said, He is coming. He is coming. And He is picking those. He will come for those who are like Him. Those with the fullness of Christ. He is coming for them. He is coming. Love. He showed love. Forgiveness. Even when they were spitting on him. Even when they were more treating him. He said, Lord, forgive them. And we are celebrating Christmas. But we cannot forgive. Forgiveness. We are talking about the fullness of Christ in our lives. Can you just forgive somebody? Because we are looking at the bigger picture. Where we know Christ is coming again. And he is coming for those who are like him. Those who can show love. Those who can forgive. And you are saying that you won't forgive. So because of that, Christ will come and leave you here. Why do you work for Standard Chartered Bank where you are here for good? (laughs) That's their slogan. They say they are here for good. Let's allow them to be here for good. (laughs) forgiveness if we can forgive if we say we are Christians and we can forgive this world will be a different place our homes will be a different place families will be a different place we can forgive when you go to the coal area parents have died and left properties for children. They are fighting among themselves and the properties are running down. And they are Christians and they celebrate every 25th. And the investments their parents have made and given to them, they are fighting, they cannot forgive. And the weather is dealing. Some sawmills, factories, have been run down because people cannot forgive. And we celebrate Christmas every year. Some of their parents died some 20, 30 years ago. And all their homes are running down. And every Christmas, new clothes and properties are running because there is no Christ in us. There is no Christ in us. But we call ourselves Christians. We come to church. We give our tithes. Where is the fullness of Christ in our lives? If Christ is full in my life, those things will not happen. But we are telling Christ that indeed we are empty. We are empty. In Hebrews eight verse nine, said Christ loved righteousness and hated iniquity. If Christ is in us, we'll love righteousness and we'll hate iniquity. Hebrews one I think nine, talking about fullness of Christ in our lives. You have loved righteousness. And hated lawlessness. Therefore, God your God has anointed you with all the oil of gladness more than your companions. If Christ is in us, we will love righteousness, we will love what is right. But look at our nation, it's full of lawlessness. We are seventy percent or whatever percent Christians and we celebrate Christmas but full of lawlessness. Like I said, if indeed we are full of Christ and we are all practicing righteousness, there will be no need for Ghana police. They'll be redundant. But we are not full of Christ. We are not full of Christ. Christ said, I am not of this world. I came from the Father and I'm going back. We say we are full of Christ. But we have not given up our stake in this world. If we are to be people of fullness of Christ, we need to give up what is in this world. Amen? Fullness of Christ how much of Christ do we have do we he, he he just recognized and appreciated his father and did everything to show this honor and respect To his father. What do we do? We say we have a father in heaven. But we treat him. As nothing. As if we are in the house. With your father. But you wake up in the morning. You know we don't even. It's as if you just walk out. On your father. That is what we are doing. But Christ didn't do that. He called on him, morning after morning, day after day. He recognized he had the father. Without the father, he didn't do anything else. But we can do many things without our father. Because we can also think. We do our own things, our own will. Even Christ was subject to the will of the father. But for us, we have our own will. Where is the Christ in us? Where is the Christ in us? Offenses. We keep on offending one another. But Christ say, look, let's not offend these people. I'm not supposed to pay tax. But if they say I should pay tax, let me not offend them. Peter Go pay the tax. But we will offend one another. And we are sitting together. Where is the Christ in us? And we are celebrating Christmas. We have become more interested in marking the day than to mark the life of Christ. By my prayer this season is that from today will change our attitude, will change all around us. That Christ is looking for a life that is like his. A life. That will portray the life of Christ. And we have every reason to set aside this season that we are celebrating to Christ. But it should be all about Him and what He stands for. All about Christ. All about His life. And what He are laid for. If we are not able to do that, and then we continue marking the best, the best Christmas running all over Accra, running all over the cities, traffic, but without the life of Christ would have disappointed him. But the time is too short. The time. Is too short. We don't have much time. The time is too short. Let today be the beginning of a new era, a new dawn in our lives. That when we talk about a season, it will be about the life of Christ. And then we begin to ask ourselves how much of Him do I have in my life? That is what matters to Him. That we can be true representatives of Him in this world. As He is, so shall we be. If we are not able to do that and we become something else, then would have become strange species. And such species are not fit for the kingdom prepared above. As we are excited here on this earth, allow Christ to be excited. Because if we do all of these things, it does not excite Christ, if it's without Him. May today make mark another beginning in our relationship with Christ as we celebrate him. It should be about his life and nothing else. If for any reason today if you are here and you don't know him or you have not truly dedicated your life to Christ, Today is your day. If for any reason, it's as if you are in it. It's as if you are out of it. It's as if you are not too sure. Better, it is not about just coming to church. Christ is looking for a fellowship. People will be like Him. Today, if you are such... You truly do not know Christ or you have lived anyhow. and Christ has not really mattered to you. You have an occasion to either come to him or to rededicate your life to Christ. If you are here, and you truly do not know Christ, you may want to come up here. If you truly do not know Christ, if you truly are living anyhow, and Christ is not in your life, today we have an opportunity to rededicate our lives to Christ. If you do not know Christ, you can come up here. We'll help you and direct you to Christ. If you also wish to rededicate your life to Christ. Let's begin to talk to the Lord at this moment. If for any reason, when was the last time you even opened your Bible? My prayer life, your prayer life. Am I a true disciple? Christ is looking for disciples who have denied themselves. Denied everything else. And are truly following him. Have you picked up your cross? Or you are still in love with the world. Begin to talk to the Lord. Remember he said fullness. Not recorded. Not half full." Not just a drop. Jesus but fullness. Let's begin to talk to the Lord. The Lord speak to us. Where we are falling short. May the Lord speak to us. May the Holy Spirit remind us where we are falling short. Whatever it is that we are holding on to, that Christ cannot have a space in our lives, may the Lord speak to us. So Father, this morning we thank you Your desire is that we'll be like you. Your desire is that even as we are in this life, as we are in this world, we'll be like you. Love for the people. Forgiveness of sins. Love and righteousness, holiness. Our prayer life. Recognizing our Father in heaven. Doing the will of our Father in heaven. Hating iniquity. Loving you for who you are. Father, wherever we are falling short, speak to us. May we truly turn to you for you desire such. We thank you for a season like this. But it should be a season for us to reflect on the life of Christ in our lives. It is not just about merrymaking, but it's all about you. A life of Christ. Fullness of Christ. So, Father, we thank you this morning. We bless and we honor you for who you are. May your name be praised. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.